next gen baby sequential hey. shifting i literally while we were on that in that discord voice channel earlier i went on like a custom sim racing website and bought a g25 to g27 shifter adapter so i could have the <laughs> sequential <laughs> there you go that's that's a good indication that a good thing You're listening to the Fake Racers Podcast, a JTN production on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Hey everybody. I'm uh I'm Joe. I'm Davey. I think. <laughs> this is the Fake Racers Podcast. Um our next gen extravaganza revolution. Not evolution, Davy. That was uh, mm. that was a big term today. Right, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. But that was a, uh, that was uh, I really liked that when I heard someone talk about that. Mm. Um, what wasn't revolutionary though was this last weekend at Kansas. Get right into it. That was a, uh, it was like <laughs> it was a Kansas race weekend. Let me tell you, it was. Oh boy, <laughs> it um, wasn't that bad. No, it was good racing. Honestly, I thought the racing like, was really good compared to last year. Yeah, yes. Yes, um, good heavens. Like, you couldn't, I didn't like, you know. Didn't get any worse than, especially the fall race last year, but... Fall race was almost, it was borderline embarrassing, like... Um, <laughs> which, by the way, the amount of, like, outcry after that race, like, suddenly people were like, oh, look, the package sucks, it, it hasn't been good ever. And then yeah, all of a sudden, it's, it, yeah, you know, oh, it, it took them seeing Joey Logano. You know, that's really <laughs> what it was. Point. A fair point. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why people would say this last weekend wasn't good because Kyle Busch won. Yeah. And, also, you know, really, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, screw that guy that was booing while Kyle was talking about him and, and Samantha, their problems um, with trying to have a second child. Yeah. Screw that rednecks guy. That don't, I'm sorry, rednecks that are out there that aren't ignorant, but man. Not very nice. Be a better a person. Issue. Be a better person. That's our message here on the Fake Race Read podcast. the room. Read the freaking room. <laughs> be good, good people. Holy good crap. People. Like, you have a right to boo someone, but that's probably not the time to do it. Yeah, maybe stop when he's talking about the yeah. very sensitive personal issues that he went through and why it's such a sweet win because of those things. Maybe stop then. <laughs> Let him have that. Just because Chase Elliott's your favorite driver and he shows no emotion doesn't mean that you have to... Oh, did I say that? <laughs> No, I'm kidding, Chase. Uh-oh. Chase is calm. Chase has been showing more emotion. We, we've talked about that. But Kyle yeah. Busch wins. Um, he won the truck race, too. Um, but yes. the truck race was... A, both races, he had to like, kind of come back and win them on late race restarts. Um, mm. Whatever you want to say about... you know, I think Kyle Larson said it on the radio. Um, well, they just want to get us to a green-white checkered when that caution came out with 10 to go. For, like, an actual wreck, I'm pretty sure. It was for an actual wreck, and from... Um... <laughs> I've been trying to do more like reconnaissance on these races, like from inside. Like, so I, I've been trying to listen to Door Bumper Clear, despite my chagrin for one, a few of the people on that show. <laughs> but um, I've been trying to listen to Door Bumper Clear. Apparently, one of the cars that wrecked was like on fire on the front stretch and like leaking fluid everywhere. And so it, that was why the caution was a little quote unquote longer. <laughs> Honestly, just red flag if you got a if you got like a long cleanup with ten to go. This is fair. Or shorter races with no caution laps counted. Yeah, I don't like that idea. Weird. It strategy would be weird. About. That's not what we're talking about. We can talk we're gonna we should have a show during those two off weeks where uh Um We, we need just, to come up with some theme shows because we have great ideas. We just throw but... a bunch of stupid ideas at the wall. And maybe some of them will stick. Uh, yeah. Davey's got on JTN merch. You can go check that out, out on our merch store as always. We got new merch posted. At the retro yeah, stuff. That, this that is merch, throwback weekend, baby. Not even available anymore. Throwback weekend. This is... Can't get it anymore. That's the this original. That's the original. That's why it looks terrible. Um, <laughs> but Davey's always been my best supporter. Um, so, the, the big thing, though, coming out of Kansas is the t- NASCAR versus the tire. Um, we've had this argument off, uh, off camera, off recording. Indeed. Um, I think we were both arguing two very different points. It's a fair point. It's a fair assessment of it, yeah. Um, my whole argument was that NASCAR was at least a little more consistent than they normally are, because 
this a similar thing has happened in my recent memory where they've kind of waited for a pit cycle to go through and that's why the announcers you know right away acknowledged that that's what they were going to do because i don't think they ever said it over the radio because i don't think that is something that they would uh they would say over the radio um even if they have admitted that's you know but- now that is a fair point but i did find an instance and i sent the link here you saw yep. it. i said there's an instance instance in 2016 eric jones in the xfinity series at charlotte um tire rolls out it's an immediate caution right different race directors 2016 different leadership in the sport too but i would and this is where this is that's where, where we the inconsistencies things and this and well this is where we kind of started arguing about different things as well as like i think that is the way to do it yes yeah and I, I know you know i know you agree with that mm. um i, I it's it, listen it's it's not a question to anybody that it's a bad decision it's a bad choice um some people, and you even said this a little bit too, but some people were saying who were very much defending NASCAR in this move. Uh, some people were saying like, "Oh, well, then now uh, teams can manipulate the race for their teammates, etc." Blah blah blah. Uh, that that that'll happen anyway. Yeah, that happens anyway. Hey, Spingate all the time anyway. Spingate. <laughs> um, any caution? I mean, it happens all the time. Any anyway, caution so when we're racing? The arg- argument doesn't mean anything to me because teams try to do that stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So. They're going to manipulate the rules if they can, right? Um, we know that. They know that. Uh, so what but, are going to do? Stop but, drivers from spinning out? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey. Exactly. Is your tire down? No, don't spin out. Remember, <laughs> Bubba Wallace, you know, that was a big thing a couple years ago. Guys spinning out on the apron when they had a flat tire to get a caution. And, uh, you know... They would, they all, no, the car went around on me. They wouldn't say anything. And, you know, NASCAR would throw the yellow. But the moment Bubba Wallace said, oh, yeah, we intentionally spun because the tire went down, $30,000 fine and all that. But guess what? I still intentionally spin on the apron. Yep. NASCAR doesn't throw the cautions all the time anymore, though. I think Kyle Busch did that earlier this year. And they did Uh throw a caution for it. (laughs) I think it was a truck race, though. So they were probably like, yeah, Yeah. let's let someone else win. But. It's Man. a safety issue, right? Um, yeah, and we've, if there is one thing that we have been uh, advocates for on this podcast, it's safety. Uh, we talked about it with uh, the Grosjean crash last year at, mm. uh, I don't remember which Grand Prix that was. Bahrain. Bahrain. That was the, that was the traditional circuit, not the oval thing, right? Because that was Bahrain too. I don't know. I forget. I forget which, which circuit it I'm was. I'm not an F1 guy, so I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, we have talked about the Ryan Newman crash and we talked, we talked about the, the incident at the end of the Daytona 500 that shall not be talked about anymore. <laughs> All right. My phone just dinged. You just mute that. Um, we've talked about that kind of stuff. Right. And, uh, we, we talked about it last week with Joey Logano going for a tumble on his roof and, um, how drivers and NASCAR need to, you know, kind of admit that they're both at fault for some of these safety issues. And this, this weekend, maybe last weekend was one where you could say, well, the drivers are a little at fault. They're kind of pushing in the boundaries a little too much. Look at Bristol. Um, I get distracted too easily if you haven't noticed, but also that NASCAR can do better. Well, this weekend it was completely NASCAR could have done better. Oh yeah. It was, um, it it didn't look good at all. It Mm -hmm. wasn't a good look. A lot of people were, I mean, a lot of people were angry. Um, to a point you can almost say, uh, and I know you disagree, I disagree with you a little bit. Like, I, I, I you kind of swayed me a little bit on this. You could almost, to a point, argue that it's slight race manipulation, considering, you know, I don't know what the situation was or what crew chiefs have been in what situations. Obviously, we've seen that they have thrown cautions for tires that go out onto the live surface, the hot surface. Um, almost immediately before sometimes they wait for the whole cycle to go around. I don't think they've ever held it for 10 to 15 laps. Yeah. But that could also be due to the fact that teams were banking on the yellow eventually um, to a point you can argue that it's race manipulation and uh, whether that's true, whether that's false and whether you agree or disagree, you don't want those discussions happening in general. Um, it's not, like I said, it just was not a good look. NASCAR looked real stupid. Um, egg on their face once again with this call. 
big time, absolutely big time egg on their face. It was not not great, not great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but if we're gonna be advocates for safety, you got to call it out because it is a safety issue. Yes, the the chance of a car going through the grass, and I I kind of made the argument that oh, well, the chances are very low, but no, the chance if there's a chance, you know what it what is it the um. Oh my goodness, I can't. Every if something can go wrong, everything will go wrong. Or if something can go wrong, it will go wrong eventually. Yeah, this um, isn't a five-pound piece of you know sheet metal or and, a small component. It's a eighty-pound tire and wheel that is close to pit road. And if a car does hit it, it's getting launched, and we don't know where. And that was my other argument because we don't, you know, NASCAR. If there's a debris down on the apron. Or it's out of the racing groove and say we're coming, we have like four laps to go in a race. They won't throw a caution. There's still as equal of a chance a car could go hit that. I mean, you don't know what piece of sheet metal or once we move to the composite bodies could fall off a car and could go through a driver's window net or through the opening on the other side. You don't know. I mean, if, it, if it's a hazard, if it's a hazard, it's a hazard. And you should mm-hmm. you would know something about that, Davey. I would. Um, <laughs> I'm a punny guy, man. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, you've heard those jokes your whole life, huh? <laughs> 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 yeah. So that that's if it's a safety issue, it's a safety issue. It was a safety issue when the tire was out there, and it was a, and still a safety issue 15 laps later. Um, can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. That sum it up. Agreed. This was supposed Agreed. to be such a good week for NASCAR too, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, well, let's get into that. Let's get into that. In a, in a, in a, in a weird way, and I, I know we yeah. are we are we talking about IndyCar today? We are not, but we can We're we can not, add that. We but, can add that. But add it in. Quick, let's go. I mean, we get. I mean, really, IndyCar. It was a decent weekend, but it's kind of a similar situation. IndyCar had a lot of momentum coming into <laughs> these two Texas races, and of course, Texas with the PJ one and all that stuff. You know the race was it's a t- it's an IndyCar race, so there's going to be some sort of form of intrigue because of the speed, etc. Blah blah blah. Um, then race two, huge wreck before they take the green, wind out of the sails immediately for IndyCar. I mean, it's the most IndyCar thing in the world for that to happen. Yeah, uh, have all that momentum, all that all that stuff behind it, and then, shoo, <laughs> just <laughs> lost it all. In hey, it's one May weekend. though. It's May. It, it is, is May. It's May. Unfortunately, Beautiful we month. raced at Texas in May. Let's never do this again <laughs> where we race at another track in the month of May. True. IndyCar. You know, the road course I'm okay with, but outside yeah. of that. Just don't race at Texas. If they're going to apply yeah. the PJ1, don't race there. Agreed. If agreed, agreed. Eddie agreed, Gossage agreed. already came out and said that they're going to still do it. Awful. Obviously, you're not the their focus, right? So, go to Homestead. Go to, you know, Homestead. go to Michigan. You, I mean, if you really want to go to an oval, and Michigan's probably close, it's closer to more of your teams than Texas is. Mm-hmm. If you really need to go to that market in Texas, go to Coda. That's a world class facility. Yep. And tell yep. SMI and Texas Motor Speedway, hey, you can come promote the race at Coda. We'll let you do that, but we're not. We're not racing at your oval if you're going to keep, you know, kind of making us the second, you know, it's the second team and or the second show. And that's what people, you know, when NASCAR and IndyCar share a weekend, one, you know, de facto one series has to be the B series. No, that's not true. It doesn't have to be like that. You can still have the two top uh, racing series in the United States race on the same weekend at the same track. We're going to see that in August again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go to that because that is, you know, the coolest thing ever to watch IndyCar drivers and NASCAR Cup Series drivers tackle the same layout in their different types of cars, and just to see the difference of speed, you know, there's just so many things, right? Mm-hmm. Difference in strategy and whatnot. But when it comes to a track, just kind of blatantly saying, "Oh yeah, you're the second. You're not of our concern." Mm-hmm. It's kind of dis- it, it's disappointing. Yeah, that's basically exactly what they're saying, and they're not even hiding it. I mean, the PJ1 application ruins the IndyCar racing. 
It's insane. PJ1 doesn't even really help the NASCAR racing all that much either because the guys are too scared to go up into it. Exactly. I mean, you have to work it in. And in an IndyCar, you can't. You have to stick. I mean, you have to stick <laughs> in an IndyCar. There's no working it in. Like, if you lose well, grip in an IndyCar, you're going. And that's exactly it needs the heat, right? And if no one's going to go up there and be the first guy up there, is that, you know, well, let's just run in line. And I'm no just going to wait till you make a mistake. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing, but, you know, and I think Texas and how they feel about the racing on their track, the all-star race format's indicative, and we're not going to talk about that, because I think that's been talked about enough. Yep. But that's probably indicative of the product there at Texas Motor Speedway, and it's unfortunate, because that's a great racing market. That the that track is on the way it has. Talk about something that is very fortunate. Finally got uh, our next-gen reveal today mm. in Charlotte. Um, a very underwhelming show. My opinion. I agree. I, I talked about I I talked about like the production and it kind of and I don't know. It's just maybe my expectations were too high, but I kind of thought there'd be more substance. Not necessarily like, oh, here's shots of the drivers racing the cars around the tracks and which is more information in the actual press conferences mm-hmm. or in the, yeah. in the actual event besides, oh, here's the cars. But uh, oh, here's Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, and Denny Hamlin. Mm. Um, I get that. I was worried about that actually. Yeah, I, I was really worried about that. I was worried that, um, no, I guess worried isn't the right word, but I was kind of, I was like, uh, this isn't actually going to be. I mean, we're just going to see the car. Like, what are they going to reveal? Like, if they reveal something that's cool, but if we're just going to see the 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 way the cars look, I mean, that's fine, and I'm excited to see it, but. What are we actually gaining from them? And we, um, it turns out some of the most important things we got, and um, we had little bits and pieces of this, and, and you mentioned this too, is that like vendor sheet. Hmm. That's important. That's, that's very cool. important. Yeah. Yeah. I believe like, like there's a couple of vendors here in Michigan like that are going to be supplying parts, and I don't know if they're setting up shop down in Charlotte, but if they're not, that's pretty important, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so we got that whole vendor sheet. We're not going to talk about that today. We'll, we'll, I think that's something we'll save because I think we might you might hear about rumblings about issues about getting parts and pieces of these cars uh, come summer because that's when you know teams are starting starting to get parts and pieces for these cars in the next month. But let, let's just let's start with the bodies. Let's start with the bodies. Um, mm. Just how they look, you know, nothing nothing about technical aspects of them. How they look is race cars. We'll start with the Mustang because I think that's the best looking one. Oh, I agree. It it looks oh, it looks mean. And it, it just mean. It looks like it's a race a, car, right? It's aggressive, it's mean. I mean that thing is just Ooh, you know. Oh man. I think it's so freaking cool. It almost and I mentioned this uh off camera. Almost looks like an Audi, the front end. <laughs> that's it's kinda a, cool. And it's so it's the Mustang, but it's not the the like base mustang it's the shelby mustang right um but yeah. it doesn't have any shelby branding on it which is kind of weird mm. it's got the mustang horse on it so uh, unless i'm not understanding how the mustangs are right now um so i wonder yeah. if that's maybe going to be an option for teams maybe run different branding yeah it just looks so mean yeah. it's like bulky but not in a bad way well they're wider they're all wider right they got this wider yeah. stance to them and yeah. Um. They, Especially when you look at the rear end with the diffuser, you know. They sculpted. Good. I was gonna say they sculpted in <laughs> the head and tail lights again. Yes. Or the headlights at least, because the the tail lights were already sculpted in on the current Mustang, but they. So those have like the proper depth to them because you know the Mustang headlights and tail lights are iconic, with the mm. way right they're very unique. But. I just, oh man, I love that car. It, it's cool, and it, it really does. I mean, it really does look like a Mustang. I, I love that. There's, there's serious brand identity with all three of these, for that matter. Yeah. And, uh, man, the rear end, oh, just, I mean, it really <laughs> does look like a freaking Mustang. It's cool. The rear end on all these cars, it just, oh man, so good. Okay, Davey's got to plug his headset in. Make sure battery we're okay. But we're good. We're good. We're good. Low we're good. battery. Please charge. Um, the Camaro. 
The Camaro. Man, the I like the Camaro. I like all these, for yeah. the record. I'm going to say the same thing every time. Love the rear end of the Camaro. Um, I don't like the way the wrap they put on it. It doesn't really show me too much about it. That's fair. Um, but they're all really rounded, too. Like, from a bird's eye view, they're all, like, all the corners are very rounded. Where, like, right now, they're very, they're very square. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. But that's probably, that's probably about, you know, their, the front and rear clips are, they bolt on, right, to the chassis. So that's probably why, instead of the pieces being the side and the back, it's now, you know, this is all one piece. You can kind of, you know, like about maybe to the rear wheel all the way back and around. It's one piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the Camaro looks good. I honestly think it's the weakest of them all. I agree. I agree. I think it it's is. the weakest. I. It looks the less like its production counterpart. Looks the least. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. It looks at least like its production counterpart. I, I mean, it's so obviously is a Camaro. It looks like a Camaro. It's got the it's nose still... and all that fun stuff. But... And the other thing to talk about, too, is they all have different side profiles, too. Hmm. Um, with the current cars, they're very they're very similar with their side profiles. And these ones, they're all different. They all have their stylization. The, the one thing about the Camaro, though, I think its proportions are the most accurate to the street car. Um, ag- the... I gotta, I gotta look. I, I made a book, folks. I took notes. I got names, but the uh, uh let's see. I want, I don't want to say a name wrong, you know, in case I ever meet the person. Eric Warren, who is the guy up there with Chase Elliott, uh, he talked about how the Camaro is a coupe, and the race car now looks like a coupe. Um, yeah, I have that later in our show sheet, but uh, that's that's a big thing. That was a big thing it sounded like for GM and Chevrolet, and I think they got that with this car. Moving on, the Toyota, the Camry, it looks good. I really like, I think they really improved the, the tail of this car, because uh, yeah. the nose is still very similar, right? Um, I don't, yeah. you know, there aren't as big wholesale changes like with the Mustang and the Camaro. Mm-hmm. But it, it, looks, it looks like a race car, right? And it just, it, it looks good. They look, they all look mean. Yeah, yeah. I will say, having seen the the um, the Camry, the TRD Camry that this is kind of modeled after, um, arguably looks the most like its production car counterpart compared to the other two. And the Mustang have... is obviously very good and close, but the Camry is is fantastic. It looks a lot like its production counterpart. You have to remember the current Camry too, uh, when they updated the Camry in twenty seventeen. When they up- updated the production car, it was with racing in mind. <laughs> right, so that's probably right. that's uh that's probably why it they kind of could match it a lot more <laughs> than the others, right? Yeah. Toyota was like, let's build a, a sedan that's a race car. <laughs> and everyone else is like, let's build a race car that's a sedan or a coupe <laughs> or whatever. Um yeah, they all look good. They all look good. Yeah, they all met the expectations on looks. Yeah. Not a huge amount of info. Um, we're going to be getting the same engine, 550 and then 670 instead of 750 horsepower. So again, we're going to be choking down engines that make more horsepower than what we're giving them, which Davey has been a very uh, loud advocate against because it's uh, silly. But also, you have to remember they're not going to make a new engine until they can start doing electrification and hybrids and Whatnot. They're gonna not gonna try to go to a new platform until a new OEM comes in. I think it, I think that's the mindset. You're gonna want a new OEM to come in, and then you'll make that kind of move. <sighs> Which is unfortunate, but it'll come right because this car has the hybridization, the electronic, the electric components built in, and room for those things. But you'll get them. You'll get them. Yeah, you gotta hope because. <laughs> Man, oh man! <laughs> they were—they were very Toyota, especially in some of like the follow-up interviews and stuff. They were very adamant about this car is a good chance, and we have all these things built into it, mm-hmm. um, so we can make these changes. So I—I—I I, I, I would believe him. I would believe David Wilson when it comes to talking about race cars. Maybe not about his uh his commitment to driver prospects, but when it comes to <laughs> race cars. 
We've talked right. about that. We've talked about that. Uh, they've had a lot of good driver prospects. Uh, the big thing, the big thing about the profile of the cars, though, the greenhouse, the roof, it's lower. Uh, these cars aren't as tall anymore. That's a good thing, in my opinion. Because they're also higher up off the ground, so they're kind of like, kind of like smushed. <laughs> and it helps the appearance too, right? It helps make them look closer to the actual cars and you're also yeah. you don't have to worry about that height. Davy is not interested at all in these things. <laughs> I, mean, I, I I am, but that's all stuff that we kind of knew. That's not something we, we knew. knew. I don't remember them talking but it was about that. Be shorter. I, I mean, look every test it looked like it was like. I mean, I never heard them concrete say that though. Oh, fair that enough. It the first time they it was concrete. I just assumed, and you know what that this, means. This is well, yeah. This is the first time <laughs> though. That you know, people have actually gotten to get up close to these cars, right? Um, outside of the NASCAR people and engineers and all that. Um, foam inserts are going to be in the front and rear bumpers, kind of close to the production car, which is good. That's all. That's that's good for um, energy absorption, which is safety. So I yes, please. Yes. Please. <laughs> Longer hood in front area and a shorter deck lid, and that's good. That's again we're. Chevy Rep was talking about a coupe. Mm -hmm. uh, Ford Rep, Mark Reshbrook also couldn't reaffirm that. That was good. Um, symmetry, though, is the big thing. We're, you know, side force. We have these flat cars right now, and you kind of ride the bubble against the wall, and um, now you're actually not going to have that bubble of air, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, because I will say, it's kind of sick. Is sick. It makes the cars yeah. look good, right? And it it makes them look like their counterparts. Yeah, um, and I, and I say that as a extreme advocate for the Twisted Sisters of the late Gen Four era. Yeah. Love them. Love them. They look awesome. But this looks good. <laughs> what? It's, it's probably gonna be better for I was I was at a friend's house, and we were we were he he lived on a golf course, so we were playing like the one hole that was in his backyard. And then we came inside to watch the Pocono Arca race, and the cars, the Arca cars, are so bad. They're, they're like going down the straightaway like this. It's like, what? And if you can't see, like, it's yeah. at like a thirty degree angle to perpendicular. Yeah. Well, that that's more kind of like that. that see, I, I associate that like crab walking looking thing more with like the uh, the Gen Five and early Gen Six kind of deal where. Playing with sister. the rear shocks and playing with the rear ends and all that stuff. It's not Twisted Sister at all, actually. The, the Twisted Sister was only the bodywork. But, Dave. Right. I know. <laughs> That's when you say, I know, I'm always right. Yes. Um, Precisely. Also, there's a lot of speculation that Toyota would end up using the Supra in the Cup Series. Again, David Wilson of TRD said that they're very proud that they run three different models. Throughout the mm. three series, which kind of felt like a shot at the other two manufacturers, even though Chevy uses it technically a different Camaro between the two series, and Ford mm -hmm. now will be using a different Mustang technically between the two series. Yeah, but nah, but that's it, a. It was nah. kind of a shot. It was kind of a shot. It was like, it, was. Hey, it deserves shot. Dude, Toyota's doing a lot for its NASCAR program. Yes. Um,. So then we move on to kind of the confirmations of things we already knew. We're going to have this sequential stick shifter. So I think that's a good compromise between people that were like, oh, no, I want a stick shift and I want the whole H pattern. And the people that are like, no, do paddle shifters because that's more relevant uh, to current like road course racing and whatnot with uh, sports cars. Oh, my goodness. That's like perfect, right? That's like the perfect compromise. I love it. 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 Banging gears. And one of those stick sequentials is one of the most fun things you can do in racing. I know everyone loves a good H pattern. Everyone loves working the clutch. Um, those days are over. Uh, let's move on. Let's be a part of the future. This is going to be awesome. I freaking love it. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to um, restart fun. Exactly. Well, and fun. that's the thing. They're going to be. They're still going to have to have one hand on the wheel to shift, right? But mm -hmm. also, I think it's going to give them more focus on how they do restarts and. You know, NASCAR likes restarts. Um, also, I wonder, I, and I saw that I wonder how this this some of these technologies are going to be integrated into the Xfinity and Truck series because you have to think 
you know, the, the lower series always, when, when the Cup series does something, the lower series will start doing it like three or four years later. Mm -hmm. So you have to think a new Xfinity car, a new truck, or at least different pieces and components are going to be on the way. I am so happy, though, that they did not do the crate motors, which was a big thing that people were like, oh, they're going to do crate motors in the Cup series because it's going to be spec. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, nope. That's a nah. The engine intake no longer is in the cowl. It's now right up front. I don't know if you've seen some of the videos, but there's the, you know, like the rectangular intake looking thing on the nose that we currently have, but isn't is for the radiator. Now that intake, it's like it's got a mesh and then inside it's like a platform and then there's the intake. So it's it's going to take the air in and then you have the, the vents on the hood. Air goes out. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's cool. It looks cool. <laughs> it's new. <laughs> it's new. Uh, again, revolution, not evolution. A wider tire by four you inches. Could tell. You could tell four inches. Which I mean, I wish you know four inches. Um, also a softer tire. A softer tire. I will say that the wider tire adds to the car is looking pretty mean. Yeah, um, looks that. looks good. Good stance. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna work with the mechanical grip. You're gonna get more mechanical grip out of those tires. Um, good that choice. Was, good decision. Love that, it. That was another big thing too. I, a couple of the engineering people that they had up there. Mechanical grip. Mechanical grip. John Probst, who's the lead engineer for this whole project from NASCAR. He he. That was one of the first things he mentioned was mechanical. I've been saying grip. What uh, have I been saying? Get rid of the arrow. Right. It's mechanical. Um, softer tire though, I think is a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. I really do because I tire wear, and I've said this during our JTN race broadcasts when we were, you know, in a what a eighteen year old video game. Um, said it in iRacing lobbies. Tire wear is the key to good racing. Mm -hmm. um, Goodyear obviously doesn't want to have a 2008 Indianapolis Brickyard 400 but also they they have to figure out ways to make compounds that will be durable enough but also wear off enough so that's why you go softer softer is also faster at the start of the run so maybe they uptick in speeds but that is the most important thing is the changing track conditions and how you manage those with changing tires that will change a lot more rapidly. Mm -hmm. Like Atlanta, they don't repave Atlanta in the offseason. Oh boy. Ooh. Ooh. We're, we're going to want tires after a lap. <laughs> right now it's two laps. Like we're 50% reduction. Kind of sick though. Kind of sick. I like it. Um, next thing okay. larger brakes. Larger brakes. That's a big deal. Big deal. I think that's the indication, you know, more road racing. Right? That's short more more short track. That'll fix NASCAR. Just do more, just do more short tracks. Just go, to, NASCAR. just go to the fairgrounds. Go to South Boston. Go to North Wilkes. Go to North Wilkesboro. Smyrna. Just gotta dig it up and repave it, that's all. Yeah. Just just go there. Those grandstands in the press box, it's fine. If we're gonna go to a dirt track, let's just go to a real dirt track like middle of nowhere, Kansas. You know, go to weed sport. Let's go to <laughs> go in, Knoxville. Would actually be the one I think that you do, uh, or Eldora. But I think that that ship has sailed. The um, ship has indeed <laughs> sailed. Dual exhaust, which we've kind of known, uh, or maybe not dual Ooh, exhaust, but exhaust out. out of each, gives it that grumble, that growl, or whatever. Grumble. Yellow I don't think grumble's rumble. horrid. Rumble. It <laughs> yeah. combined growl and rumble. rumble. Um, the ground rumble. The grumble. The grumbling air. <laughs> the grumpster. Welcome to Betsy. But that is a very uh, cool thing. Again, safety. Cockpit's not going to be as hot. Very good. Drivers are going to be very happy with that. Goodness gracious. Safety. Uh, two inch increase in ride height. You also have the step splitter, so the cars aren't going to be sealed on the front end. That is big. That is important. I have been saying let's get the cars off the ground get them unsealed from the racetrack. Hopefully we can do that because here's the thing with the step splitter. Since it's stepped, you're always going to have air. There's no way 
for them to get the middle of that splitter down on the ground. The sides, they can get the sides on the ground. But that middle, they can't get it down. Because it's stepped like that. Unless, unless, I mean, there's going to be some engineering. I mean, you can you can figure out how to replicate the splitter component or from the, from the you know, the supplier. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it flexes a little bit during the round. I don't know. I don't know, Davey. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what you can sneak by? Um, It might also, in my opinion, it might help with the digging into the dirt. Because a lot of times when you see the cars dig into the dirt, it's the center of the splitter, not the edges. Yeah. Unless yeah. they just drop the edge. Uh play your Dale Texas and you rip the left run off it. <laughs> going to the grass. <laughs> I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Uh, uh no, what, what? What? I don't know. Where, he, he went on fire. He was on fire. Oh, that wreck he caught fire. on fire. <laughs> Ruined Jimmy Johnson's race as well. That that was very mad as a kid. Wasn't that the one where like Jimmy's windshield got like caved in too? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it like destroyed his hey, car. He we need to add a new bar. And then we did. Uh, rear diffuser, which ha- adds to that mean profile on the back of the car. Hopefully, um, needs to do what we need it to do, right? Um, I also wonder about wear and tear. That thing's mm. going to have to be pretty durable, and if it's made of aluminum or something, I, I don't remember exactly what it's made of, but if it's made mm. of aluminum, I don't know how well it'll hold up. Yeah, I wonder, uh, so I wonder if there's going to be like, how is that thing going to be attached? Like, if it comes off, are there going to be replacements? I have a feeling, too, there might be multiple different ones, depending on package. Hmm. That's a good point. Um, maybe they don't, maybe for a couple of races, they don't run it at all. I do worry about one of those falling off, though, during a race and during yeah. a crash. But I'm sure they have it engineered to where it's safe. Uh, rack and pinion steering, we've talked about that. Provides more uh, precision. It's also a big change, right? Because right now we're using the steering box. Yeah. Um, the transaxle assembly, which is, for those that don't know, including myself, because I had to look this up to make sure I wasn't <laughs> wrong, it incorporates the transmission, the differential, and the axle into one uh, assembly. So then you have to couple that with the independent rear suspension. That's good, right? Again, mm-hmm. more production car components. You know, there aren't a lot of production cars that have all these different systems so independent. Now it's a lot about combining things to save on weight, to save um, save on energy transmission. To So, good, right? Um, good. We're almost the end of these things. Seven car limit per team. That was something that was announced today. Mm. Um, there are some people that apparently think that means Hendrick Motorsports can only have seven cars and <laughs> Team Penske can only have seven cars. Yeah. I saw people like, oh, they take Ford or Daytona and they wreck, they wreck them all. They're only, they only got three cars left. No. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but the good thing, though, oh, yeah, uh, throwback hat, NASCAR Heat 3. <laughs> Best NASCAR Heat game. Um, where was the thought? It's going to come got? back to me, Davey. These cars. You... Vamp while you're doing... okay, no, you I got it. Go. I got it. These cars, you can use them. So like I could go, we could, we could buy one car in theory mm-hmm. and run all 36 races with one yeah. car. That is the idea. If we wanted to. Teams aren't going to want to. Yeah, no. Um, Hendrick Motorsports is going to have seven cars for the for the 48, for the 24, for the 5, for the 9. They're going to have yep. seven cars for each. Um, front row motorsports, though, on the other hand, they might only have three cars for each. Uh, because there's been a lot of discussion about how this is going to, this is really going to have to be an investment by teams. Um, they ha- they're going to have to weather the storm for a year or two. Yeah, a lot of upfront costs hopefully save money in the long run. That's a recurring theme I've heard amongst team owners and, and people in the sport is uh, it's going to be expensive at first. But it's going to save money in the long run. Well, that's the hope. And hopefully if it like, say a team goes bankrupt or an owner goes bankrupt, unfor- you know, unfortunate circumstance and all that, at least the assets should hold their value. I have a question that you probably don't know the answer to, but I have a question anyway. Okay. It can be, it can be rhetorical. Uh, 
So the team that wins the Daytona 500. That is a good question. Do they have six cars? <laughs> I have a feeling that there's going to be a... There's no way. Right? Talk about that being the biggest disadvantage ever. Like, people always talk about Daytona 500 winner has, like, terrible luck the rest of the year, but you won the Daytona 500. Imagine the team with three cars wins the Daytona 500. Michael McDowell only has two cars now. <laughs> Don't wreck. <laughs> um, That's awesome. I would love it. Composite, composite body panels should help reduce the amount of punctures from contact. Uh, should hopefully... Um, encourage more of the rubbing is racing. That's fun. And yeah. hopefully when, you know, Tyler Reddick and Kyle Larson hit the wall every two laps, they're not causing a caution. Let's go! <laughs> hey, it's gonna make that wall riding. And that's gonna be something that the, those guys that are good at it, they're really gonna, because again, without all that side force, less room for error when you're going Dude, up there. Home, Homestead's going to be interesting. Homestead is going to be epic, and it'll be the second race of the year if the schedule remains the same. Please, NASCAR, move Homestead to the championship race once again. Agreed. <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I feel good. I, I think the, the real big theme today during that whole thing was collaboration. Um, This is something I've talked about and I've said. when we When they unveiled all the Gen 6 cars, each OEM unveiled their car at a different time. They didn't unveil them all at once. With this car, everyone unveiled it at once. Which is, you know, crazy. Honestly, because that is not something that has happened. You know, COT got introduced, but it was the same car for everybody, right? Yeah. Uh, you just put different stickers on it, for the most part. So, that's a big thing. And I think it's important. It's important to realize that if you don't agree with the way this is being handled, if you don't agree with um, making the change, if, oh, well, we should just go back to Gen 4 cars and go back to that mindset with how those cars were built, and you don't agree with all these things, you, need, you have to realize that everyone was involved with the development of this car, from what we've heard. Um, everyone. There's probably voices voices that held more weight, I think, especially with the manufacturers. I think they probably held a little more weight when it comes to the development of the car from yeah. a uh, look standpoint and maybe from the aspects of the car that they want. Primarily that electrification hybrid component. I think I think that is the big sticking point with this platform. Yeah. Um, and it's been the big sticking point. Yeah, that's where the future of this car lies, for sure. That's going to be its legacy, I think, is going to be how that's in, in, implemented. The OEMs that see that and say, hey, hey, that car actually looks good again. Hey, look, I'm Honda. Let's. I got electric cars. I like Honda. Hey, look, I'm Chrysler. Maybe I should start developing a good electric car. Aha. True. It's true. The performance cars are cool, and I love Dodge. Um, I feel better after today. I, I feel pretty good. There wasn't, it, like, there wasn't anything that I saw that I was like, ooh, don't like that. Like, there was nothing at all. Like, it was all things that were pointing in the right direction. Um, we heard the right stuff. They said the right stuff. I just hope that, uh, I just have high hopes. I have high hopes for the car. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I did. Gotta stay excited, Davey. I stay excited. That's the key. Whew. Huh. You know. Man, next gen. Next gen. Next we're year. Gonna next, we're going to be next gen out, man. Next... <laughs> until, until we get cars on track. Hey, but you can go get an iRacing right out. now. Go get it on iRacing. We just right finished now. watching that. Eric Jones, first win with the next gen car. What does that mean? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I was so happy, man. I was so happy. He won the Johnny Andretti cool. car, too. That was so cool. <laughs> um, check it. Check it for Andretti. Circle Diecast is your home for all your diecast and racing-related merchandise needs. They're, we're an official partner, affiliate, whatever you want to call us, of Circle Diecast, and you can use our code JTN at checkout for free shipping on your order of $20 or more. 2021 164s came in last week. You can go check those out now on their site. 
Um, I know I ordered some, and we'll have some diecast reviews coming out here in the next couple weeks with those cars, so you're going to want to make sure you're subscribed if you're a diecast fan like I am and like Davey is. Davey, what's your pick for this week? I theme was throwback, folks. The theme was throwback. The theme was throwback, and I decided to go with Ryan Blaney's throwback diecast for this year. Uh, the Advanced Auto Parts car. It's throwing back to, I believe, one of his old stock cars. Late model, yeah. The 164 version. Um, see that 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 that's perfect, right? Because now you can get two more of and, throwback cards, and then you get, get your free shipping, field. and get your free shipping with code JTN on Circle B Diecast. Because again, Circle B Diecast is the best place to buy all your diecast on the web. I chose a 124 because I want you to spend more money. Because you should, because this one's really cool. Josh Berry's um, Xfinity Tire Pros throwback to Dale Jr.'s, uh, I, I believe it's to the 2001 Daytona July car. And, um, that race is so significant for s numerous reasons. It's kind of cool to see that throwback. Junior Motorsports as a whole killed the throwbacks. Um, yeah. I don't think a it, car, man. I don't think the <laughs> 9 has a throwback or has announced one. I don't know. But, That's just no Gregson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not your favorite ng next gen that's what ng did you did you see the little nascar look i know we're going back to topic but it said ng and it had the nascar bars next to it i'm like why is noah gregson here <laughs> i was like this isn't about him is it chevy announces he's the new driver of the 48 next year alex bowman is gone um <gasps> But remember, folks, circlebydiecast.com is your home. You can check out the links to the two products we mentioned, as well as the link to their homepage, where you can check out all kinds of great diecasts. University of Racing, um, all the Lionel cars, green lights, IndyCar series, as well as uh, t-shirts, hats, and more. Uh, circlebydiecast is your home for all that. Code JTN at checkout for free shipping on your order of $20 or more, and also to help support us. So you help support us, and you get some amazing diecast cars. I mean, it's a pretty good deal. Pretty, pretty good, deal. good deal. That free shipping code, it saved me like $15 on shipping, too. I'm a big purchase, so. Pretty good deal. Every time I've had to make a purchase recently, I've done it. <laughs> and you should do it, too. Look at that cheesy thumbs up. Davey! Code JTN. Hey, what's going on? It's <laughs> just <laughs> the best. Uh, this is one of the best weekends of the year. It's throwback weekend. Uh, Ooh, we NASCAR's both cards fun again. Let's we, go. We've both changed our Twitter profile pictures. We um, did. Let's go. You play with you play with the diecast in here. Whoa. Mark <laughs> Martin, man. Mark Martin. Mark the kid Martin. Um, Mark what's your favorite throwback kid. for this year? Ooh. I know you picked that uh, Ryan Blaney car, but I like the Ryan Blaney one, but I wouldn't say that's my favorite. Let me. I am going to do a little bit of looking. I haven't really kept up with the throwbacks as of as of recently. Tisk tisk. I know, I know. I oh, apologize. My favorite is uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s Kroger Tide throwback. I can't, even, thing, I can't even say it seriously. That thing is absurd. That thing is absurd. I feel so bad. Unbelievable. For the how guy bad that, that made that is. car. Because you, you know, know he was told you... to make it the way he did, and he was like, this is a bad idea. You know what's worse? Is that car on its own? Eh, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Whatever. It's a gradient. Oh, whatever. It's not that bad. <laughs> that car for Throwback Weekend makes literally no sense. I cannot believe it. You want to know what one, what one I think is awful? I think the 3's Throwback is awful. Yeah. I saw that one. Mar Terrible. Well, the 8's Marty Robbins. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Kyle Larson's Throwback is kind of cool. It doesn't necessarily throw back to anything. It throws back to him. Except uh, yeah, his first race car, but like, you know, nothing what? significant. Alex Bowman's throwback throws back to crew chief Greg Ives' days up in the UP racing. Yeah, I saw that. I like that Very one, cool. but it's kind of, in my opinion, it's kind of ugly. So I think that was the uh, point of that car, though, when it was originally <laughs> run. This is the Dale Jr. download from last week. They talk that's about fair. it. Um, um, Chase Elliott's that one's already been done. Yeah. Um, Joey Logano's. I, I like. I actually quite like Denny's. Yeah, this is good. Quite like Denny's. I'm looking through all of them right, or not all of them, but some of them right now. Kyle Busch's is not good. Martin Truex's is not good. Twenty one. John Wood was like, "Nah, we're gonna run our throwback in August or in September, rather, what's for the Southern Five Hundred. Kyle Busch's throwback. It's I to nothing. 
Throwback to M&M's. It's like some of these brands (laughs) just have all kinds of iconic paint schemes. And they just don't go back to them. The 7 is good. Um, 7 is good. The 7 is quite good. Um, Go check out Corey LaJoy's throw. They even got the actual sponsor, which was cool. That is really cool. Um, uh, I'm doing this all Joey, for memory. I I, jo- I like Joey Logano. I know it's te- I know it's I hate... probably like very technically ugly, but I think it's cool. <laughs> it's a good see. That's the thing. It's a good idea, but I just I don't like those. I don't like when we're throwing it back to a car that where the delivery on the car doesn't can't match the paint scheme on the current car. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I get that. But that's what they've done with the 22. They've always done these random, except for I think. Last year or the year before, they did the Harvick one. Hmm. I don't I think genuinely. Okay, I'm gonna run through the ones that I that I like. I like um, Eric Jones's, but Eric Jones's is really good. So I have the ones up that I liked, uh, kind of. Um, Justin so Allgaier's. I, I like Roth Chastain's throwback is yes. really simple, but I think it looks clean as hell. I think that's awesome. Oh man, it just I like. The font is cool. I love. I love the font. Everything. It's, oh man, it's that cool. should just it's be cool, the cool. normal McDonald's car because the one they actually ran was awful. Yeah, I agree. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously Eric Jones's John Andretti car, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Love it. I like Joey Logano's and uh, Denny Hamlin's. So those are the those are the ones that I like the most as of right now. And that's only Cup. I didn't look at the Xfinity ones. Justin Allgaier's Xfinity has the ice cream man coming out of the cone, which is pretty cool. AJ Allmendinger's is a good throwback to his Cup Series win at Watkins Glen. Mm, mm-hmm. um, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of other ones that like, I can remember. I can't really... Oh, Brandon Brown and Jeremy Clements are both throwing it back oh, to Dale Jarrett. Brandon those ones Brown. are Brandon Brown's is so good. <laughs> What Brandon can Brandon Browns, Brown do for you? That is my favorite one. I think Brandon Browns is my favorite one because I do remember seeing it. I did. I couldn't. You you brought it back to my head. That's my favorite one. If <laughs> I, they make uh, a diecast of that, I'm getting it. I they hope they but... do. I want some Brandon Brandon Brown diecast. Get it done, Lionel. Balls what in can your Brandon court. Brandon Brown do for you? So good. Um, That's so good. And then the trucks. I really like uh, Carson Hosevar's. The Mark truck throwbacks are all pretty decent the truck throwbacks the trucks i feel like did the best with throwbacks but they haven't done throwbacks before uh i yeah. think gms did them last year but that was kind of like a last minute and gms you know doesn't have sponsors so yeah you know it's pretty easy when you don't have- um they had the 26 which apparent is the wonder bread ricky bobby Talladega nights <laughs> but apparently yep. they yep. didn't get the licensing rights from the movie studio originally so they can't like make diecast and t-shirts and what Stuff of it, which they wanted to yeah. do. Um, there's another one there on GMS that's really good, and I can't remember which one it is. So I guess it's not that good. Um, <laughs> well, a couple times, you know. Well, a couple times. Um, the O2 is really good. It's the Ron Hornaday six GM Goodwrench truck, and they even mm. they got. I don't know if they got. They I'm assuming they got permission to run the RCR font. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So looks, that's kind of cool. When you, when the font matches, that really helps. Yes. It's part of why I like the Ross Chastain car so much. Yes, 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 yes. But th- those are mainly, those are the two that I really, that really stand out in my head. But, okay. Mm. With the paint jobs out of the way, or the wrap jobs, pick a winner, Davey. Trucks on Friday night. Trucks on Friday? You know I gotta do it. You know I gotta do Parker it. I'm gonna Klingerman. do Parker Kligerman all day, every day. Gotta do it. <laughs> Um, if he's in the race, I'm picking him. Give me... Golly gee. Give me Zane Smith. Mm. Or no, give me Todd mm. Gilliland. Todd Gilliland. He mm. probably should have won this race last year. Um, True. And Ben Rhodes kind of stole it away from him, so... Yeah. Redemption. Racing redemption at his hands. The wheel is still <laughs> imperfect, and he has done it. <laughs> Ross Chastain. <laughs> <laughs> wins at gateway um xfinity i'm gonna just uh i'm gonna go with ty gibbs that's a that's a good that's a good shout um i'm gonna go daniel hemrick i hope so 
I, I hope so. So bad. He finally gets it done. I he hope finally so. gets it done. AJ AJ starts on pole too, so that uh, him and Cindric are on the front row. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what we'll see where that rival rivalry goes. Cup seven fifty small spoiler. So very, very different package from last year. Very important information. So Chase um, Elliott, throw your Chase Elliott picks out the window because that was the other package that he did so <laughs> good with. And this is a day race. Give me Alex I'm gonna, Bowman. I'm gonna go against. I'm gonna go against tradition here. I'm gonna break it, and I'm gonna go against everything I've ever said about this man. Ryan Blaney gets an early second win. On Ryan the Blaney gets a second win on the season. He's never had two wins in a year. That's that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But oh. regardless. Regardless. Yeah, that's a yeah. good shout. Uh, watch out for Eric Jones, who has six top tens and six Southern 500s. He's really good at Darlington. Yeah. People, people forget that, but he's good people, at Darlington. People just forget that Eric Jones is a good race car driver, and he just had a crappy crew chief. And then they talk about Bubba Wallace having a bad crew chief, and I'm like, well, well I have no sympathy. <laughs> Not that Chris Gale is bad. Not that he's a bad crew chief, but there were questionable calls made. <laughs> A little bit. I don't want to burn my bridges. <laughs> I love, I love it. That's why we're on here, David. It makes stupid, stupid comments. That's yeah, really baby. But that's so, all we got. That's all, all we, we got. We ran through that a lot quicker. I thought we, that was going to be like a over an hour show, but we're we're done. We're wrapping it up, Davy. Um, I mean, we're also we're not. I mean, you are, but like, I'm not smart enough to talk about all the next gen changes <laughs> and what it means. So I like <laughs> you're you, like you, you would say stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. Makes I, sense. I guess I see how that's gonna affect things. All right, what's next? I I, I didn't mean to sound so disinterested. I'm no, interested, you're good. but you know, grand scheme of things, until we get cars on track, it's hard for me to be like big brained about yeah. anything because I'm stupid. So <laughs> Davy's also <laughs> recovering from a second Fachiachi. So. Yeah, I got this uh, big uh, big pro tip for any of you people getting a vaccine. Uh, schedule it for a Friday or a day you know you have days off after that. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> I'm not feeling great right now. Uh, but he it made was it pretty through. bad. Had a migraine earlier. Um, like a literal migraine. I was It hurt so bad that I was nauseous, disoriented. It was not great. Um, I took like 50 million Advil. Don't actually do that. I took like four. But um, Don't do that <laughs> either. So don't do that either unless you really have to. <laughs> Four is okay. You just can't take another Advil for like 24 hours. No big deal. I'll just hurt tomorrow. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But, but get vaccinated. Yeah. It's worth it. I'm not going to hopefully knock on wood, get COVID because I was responsible and I'm a part of the solution. <laughs> and y'all sorry. Let's go it. to races without masks on and with full capacity. Dude, if I can go to Indy without a mask on in August... In Michigan, I have a feeling I won't be able to do that at Michigan just because our, our rules are a little more strict. Mm-hmm. But Indianapolis and Indiana has been a little looser, a little looser than us. Yeah, I am very I am very hopeful. Also, Indy, Indy 500 is going to have 150,000 people. No infield <laughs> access, no infield access. Mm-hmm. But remember, that place holds like 350,000. So it's like just yeah. over a third. But um, do your civil duty. Yeah, you know. Help your fellow human out, because humans deserve help. But we're not going to force Some... you to get it. We're not going to force oh, no. you. I'm not going to hold you down and do it, but it's a good thing to do. You know, it's the same thing with masks. We, we like full racetracks. We people. like full racetracks. Love one another. You know? Yeah. And, plus, if you get it, your phone service unbelievable unbelievable 5g is so good no but um do your research do your due diligence um if you don't feel comfortable and if you do feel comfortable still do your research still do your due diligence and um talk with people a lot of water (laughs) talk with people too about your experiences with it and help help ease concerns but also uh make sure you validate concerns i think that's something we don't do we don't you know we see someone that doesn't agree with us and we just say oh you're stupid, you know, rather than having a conversation yes. and trying to make it better. This isn't something where we need to yell at each other about it. But, you know, I digress. Um, We have new merch on the JTN merch store. You can go check it out. Post it on Twitter, post it on Facebook about it. You can check out the designs. There are new race car merch looking at uh, a replica of our good buddy, Sean Whitehill's uh, JTN Carly runs in the USORL. Of course, there's no uh, actual branding on it besides the JTN logos because copyrights um heck yeah but it looks awesome and i highly encourage you to go get it 
as well we kind of we streamlined our merch options so we got rid of a lot of the car t-shirts but we um added in we we increased the size of the jtn normal classic logo which you see right below me uh we we increased the size on the t-shirts of that logo for you so it's a, it's a little more pronounced the one i have it's a little too small for my liking so i made it bigger uh we also have hoodies available for that mugs so if you want a cup of joe in the morning and then you want to remember that you <laughs> love the joe tone network you can get a you can get a coffee mug that is the worst thing you've ever said on this podcast. I said, it on the, you said, I said it lot, I don't care. on the I don't broadcast care. Sunday night. I and it, it just, a I don't know. There's you said that I've disagreed with. That is the number one thing that I've hated that you've said. <laughs> Jesus. I said it on the, on the broadcast Sunday night. Jeez. And I don't oh. know if Ricky just didn't know how to respond or it went right <sighs> over his head. But I'm glad you realized it, Davey. I'm oh. glad you realized it. And I, Ricky, Dude. if you're watching, you got to hold me in check, man. You got to hold me in check. Um, but we also moly. have stickers available in that now too, so go check those out. Uh, we also have mm. Star Throwback logo merch is up, the Tommy's World merch, uh, the USORL Season Seven merch, as our Fake Racers Podcast merch, which you have seen down there and it's down there right now. Um, you go check that out because then you can help support Davy too. And we'll have, I think we'll have Davy Hazard merch eventually this summer. Whoa, you what? Yeah, yeah. So get some carding stuff going. Oh, I got in a big wreck on Saturday night. Oh, that's right. You want to talk about that real quick before we go? Uh, yeah, we can we can do that. Um, yeah, it was just lap one, turn one, first heat. Uh, (laughs) that's why you missed the race, by the way, Saturday night. Yeah, I was I was like, "Ah, I need I need to just hang out with the dudes and shoot the crap. But um, yeah, man, coming through lap one, turn one, guy spins out shortly after the green flag. Uh, I have nowhere to go. It's in the apex of the corner. I have a cart to my outside. I run straight into him. Uh, his side pod was up by his head. I actually hit him so hard that I cracked his chassis, and um, I luckily didn't break anything important. Uh, my bodywork is a little messed up. My throttle was kind of hung up on his bodywork, and my feet were all tangled up. My feet are okay. My feet are fine. When I hit, um, my ribs hit the steering wheel, and so that's what's been hurting recently is my ribs. My ribs and my stomach have been in a lot of pain uh, <laughs> since then. I actually could barely move Sunday and Monday. But we're doing all right now. It doesn't quite hurt to breathe. And I didn't pee any blood. So nothing internal is wrong. It just hurts. Um, basically, the rest of the night after that, the rest of the night after that was pretty bad. Um, we, because of the wreck, there was something, there, there were some bolts that came loose and my steering fairing, you know, go-karts, they have like a front bumper and they have that piece that goes up in front of the steering wheel, uh, fell down, almost completely off, had to pull off and I had to fix that. And then, um, yeah, we were just slow in the feature. It just wasn't a good night. So, not my favorite weekend at a racetrack by any means. But, regardless, a night at the racetrack. And, uh, yeah. Biggest wreck I ever had, too. Wow. That's pretty cool. Right after the Talladega wreck. Come on, Davey. Safety. Care for your fellow um, drivers. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> um, I had nowhere to go, man. They wrecked big. This week, this Friday, we're going to be doing a Rocket League uh, NASCAR content drop stream. I still don't know the details of it, so you're gonna want to make sure you're checking out the JTN Twitter and Facebook. I don't. I am. I am getting my second COVID shot or vaccine, whatever. Tomorrow, so mm. hopefully I'm not in Davy's predicament Friday night. I think I handled the first one a little better than you did, so I'm hoping I handle the second one a little bit better than you did, and I should be able to struggle on through it. Um, but we'll Drink be going. Drink a lot of water. Yeah. Drink a lot of water. No issue. Gonna drink water for days. Um So we're gonna be doing that, so keep an eye out for that. If you uh have Rocket League and you wanna come play with us, I mean come on. Well, I, I suck stuff, at it, so get yourself NASCAR content. I said if we get a fair few people and they want it, I'll help sponsor it. So if you're nice and you wanna play and you can't get it, uh maybe I'll sponsor some 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 people. Maybe Davy Davy's gonna do some uh Rocket League uh NASCAR pack giveaways during the stream. It's like what that sounds it's like to possible. me. <laughs> it's possible. Um, but you're gonna want to make sure you tune in for that on Friday. It'll be fun, hopefully. And, Friday uh, evening. I'll I'll probably be streaming my point of view. Um, I would, we gotta talk about that. I actually okay. have a good idea for that. Okay, that that works too. I like that <laughs> a lot. But we'll we'll have all that for you, uh, Davey. You talked about streaming, and I'm assuming uh, maybe you'll do a stream tomorrow night if you feel up to it when that content comes out. So where can they where can they find that? Uh, they can find that on twitch.tv slash D7H5 with an ER at the end. 
Um, you can find other information about stuff. I'll probably tweet about the stream at uh, at Davy Hazard on Twitter. And then if you feel like following some real life stuff, uh, D7H5 on Instagram. I'm going to be doing now that I'm vaccinated and now that things are starting to open up and there's going to be races and I'm going to races. There's going to be some Instagram posts. So there's actually going to be something to see on my Instagram. So all that fun stuff. Bad takes on Twitter. Yeah. Bad streams on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what we do here at JTM. We just try to make content. <laughs> right. We just we just throw it as much at the wall as we can to try to get to see if it sticks. And most of the time it doesn't stick because it's uh, a little too wet. So it slides down the wall. Um, you can check out us on uh, on Twitter at Johto Network. Um, Johto Network as well on, as on Facebook. Everything's linked in the description below. So you can go on down there and click those links. Um, we'll, we'll make it look a little cleaner for you this week. And we really, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know Davey and I, we, uh, we like talking about this stuff and, um, we love all the support you guys give us. Make sure you like the video. And if you're not already subscribed, cause we're gonna have all kinds of great content coming out this summer. Um, I'm, uh, I'm dedicated. I'm going to dedicate to this, this grind this summer, all kinds of broadcasts. Our next one's tomorrow night with bomb squad racing, USORL, Talladega, uh, Saturday night late night so you're oh my goodness it's going to be crazy bunch of racing here on jtn in the month of may and uh you're not going to want to miss a, a minute of it a second of it so you want to make sure you're subscribed and following us on all those social medias bristol's asleep hopefully our uh, listeners and viewers aren't asleep and we haven't bored them to death <laughs> like we have bristol in the background but uh yep. davy why don't you send us home uh once again as just said uh from me Thank you very much for listening this far. Thank you very much for supporting. Um, as always, do things Joe said to support JTN Figures Podcast, because it means a lot. Uh, we hope you had a good time. We hope you have a good day, night, evening, morning, whatever it is, whenever you're listening. Um, we appreciate you. Goodbye, and see you next time.